What is going on, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of Revelation Communication. This is episode number 105, the 36th episode of season number three here in the year 2022. It is September 27th in the year of our Lord, 2022. And again, welcome, everybody. Man, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for uh, checking it out. And uh, man, I really do hope, I pray that uh, by the end of this podcast today, man, you are encouraged and edified, uh, man, in the Lord and in his word. Um, With that being said, let me jump right into the text today. It comes from the prophet Ezekiel, the 37th chapter, the 14th verse. It's a verse that I actually shared uh, this past Sunday um, with our church family. And uh, man, I'll give some context to it here. But it says, uh, and Uh, and shall put my spirit in you. This is, of course, the Lord speaking. He says, and shall put my spirit in you and ye shall live and I shall place you in your own land. Then shall ye know that I, the Lord, have spoken it and performed it, saith the Lord. And what I really want to focus in on today with y'all on this episode um, is the statement God made I, the Lord, have spoken it and performed it. You know, I'll be honest with you, man. I, um, man, I forget this more often than, uh, than I'd like to admit, even though I'm kind of admitting it right now. Um, man, I I forget sometimes that what God has spoken, he will perform. Um, I I forget the promises of God sometimes. I I forget Psalm 37 and 5 that says, Commit thy way unto the Lord, trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. What an amazing promise that when I commit myself to the Lord, when we commit ourselves to the Lord and, and we trust in him, that he shall bring it to pass. I, I forget sometimes Proverbs 16 and 3 that says something similarly. It says, Commit thy works unto the Lord and thy thoughts shall be established. And I don't know about y'all, man, but I need the Lord establishing my thoughts because when I start to establish my own thoughts, man, that, that is a slippery slope and a downward spiral sometimes that, uh, man, I don't want to talk about and I don't even want to get involved in. But uh, man, committing your works unto the Lord, he says he will establish your thoughts. And uh, man, I know that we all need that. I, I forget sometimes Matthew 633 but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you how often do we get caught up in the hustle and and the bustle of trying to add things to our own lives well I'm gonna go get this well I'm gonna go do that well I need to do this in order to get that or or to do that but the Bible says to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things all our needs will be added unto us. And I forget that sometimes. I forget Matthew 5.18 that says, For verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass, one jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the law till all be fulfilled. In other words, what God has spoken, he will perform and not one thing will pass until it all is fulfilled. You know, one thing that I think we all need to be reminded of is what God has spoken, he will perform. It was a reminder to me on Friday 
when I was preparing my sermon for Sunday, it was a reminder to me on Sunday when I spoke it to the church family. And it's a reminder to me right now that what God has spoken, he will perform. That's what the scriptures say, ladies and gentlemen. It doesn't say that he may perform it. When he gets around to it, he'll do it. He says that he will perform what he has spoken. Why? Why will God perform it? Well, I don't want to put God in a box, but he kind of has to. Now, bear with me when I say that. God has to perform what he's saying, because if he doesn't do what he says he will do, that's going to make him a liar. And, and listen, God is not a liar. In fact, Numbers 23, 19 says, God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. Hath he said, and shall he not do it? Or hath he spoken, and shall he not make it good? Uh, again, another amazing promise. God's not going to lie. What he said he's going to do, he's going to do it. What he's spoken, he's going to make good on it. Titus 1 and 2 says this, in hope of eternal life, which God that cannot lie promised before the world began. Think about this, ladies and gentlemen. God promised eternal life even before the world began. And Titus confirms it ain't a lie because God cannot lie. Hebrews 6.18 says this, that by two immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong consolation who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope that is set before us. Ladies and gentlemen, the hope that is set before us is true. It is a promise. Why? Because it's impossible for God to lie. And he gave us that hope through his son, Jesus Christ. Not that I've ever questioned it, but I've forgotten that what God says he will do he has to do it. Again, I'm not putting God in a box by making that statement. I'm simply quoting the scriptures to you that what he has spoken, he will bring to pass. Not that we could, not that we should, not that we would ever hold God accountable, but he tells us himself in the scriptures to speak forth his promises. He says in Isaiah 43, 26, Put me in remembrance. Let us plead together. Declare thou that thou mayest be justified. Listen, not that he needs to be reminded, but by speaking them, we remind ourselves. When we put God into remembrance, when we speak his promises, when we speak his word, it's not reminding him of it. He doesn't need reminding, but in doing so, we remind ourselves. And he says again, put me in remembrance. Speak my word to me. Speak my promises to me because in doing so, you're going to remind yourselves of just how good and how awesome I am. The psalmist wrote in Psalm 119, 49, and 50, Remember the word unto thy servant, he wrote, upon which thou hast caused me to hope. This is my comfort in my affliction, for thy word hath 
quickened me. I love this portion of Psalm 119, the longest chapter in the Bible. But again, let me repeat it for you. He says, remember the word unto thy servant. This is the psalmist David speaking to God. He says, remember God, the word unto thy servant upon which thou, he says, you has caused me to hope. He says, God, you've caused me to hope. Remember your word you've spoken to me that's given me hope. And he says, why? Because this is my comfort. Your word, your hope is my comfort in my affliction. He says, for thy word hath quickened me. You know, that word quickened, and I and I shared uh, that word and, and really broke it down for the church family this past Sunday. It, it's another word for revived. So in other words, you can read Psalm 119.50 as this is my comfort and my affliction, for thy word hath revived me or quickened me. You know, when we remember God's word, it quickens us. It revives us. It's medicine to the broken. It's a strength to the weary. It's shelter to the scared. It's boldness to the frightened. It's healing to the hurting. The word of God is everything that we need. And that's why I believe it is so vitally important in our walks and and in our relationships with the Lord to be reminded that what God has spoken, he will perform. It will quicken us. It will revive us when we remind ourselves of what God has said. And so I encourage you today, whatever it is you're facing, whatever it is you're dealing with, struggling with, whatever it is you're going through, whatever doubts and and fears and failures and weariness and brokenness and hurts, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, whatever it is, bring God into remembrance, thus bringing yourself into remembrance of God's word, of God's promises, of God's goodness, and of God's love. It will be everything you need. It will be all you need. Hey, listen, just a couple of reminders before you go today. Don't forget our Wednesday night Bible study takes place right here at Revelation Church on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. We are starting a new study in the book of Esther this Wednesday night, and I am so excited to go through the book of Esther with our church family. Don't forget also that our Sunday morning worship service, our sermons take place at 10 a.m. right here at Revelation Church. We are going through the gospel according to St. John right now. Uh, Almost done with chapter five. We've been in chapter five for a few weeks, but I invite you, I encourage you, man. Come check out Revelation Church Sundays at 10 a.m. and just be encouraged in the Lord, man, as we just preach the gospel, we preach the good word of Jesus Christ and of the scriptures. You can find all the links to all our podcasts, sermons, Bible studies, as well as all the links to our uh, social media pages by heading on over to our website, www.revchurchcv.com. And finally, if you do not know Jesus Christ today as your personal Lord and Savior and you want to receive more information on what you need to do, because Christ has already done all the work, all you need to do is believe and confess. But if I can uh, if I can show you that, if I can talk to you about that, or even if I can just pray with you or pray for you, head back on over to our website. That address again is www.revchurchcv.com. Scroll all the way down to the bottom. You're going to find my contact information there, or you can just leave me a message. Thank you so much, y'all, for tuning in, 
for watching, for listening. I'm Solomon Stewart with Revelation Communication.